Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, all one word. So this podcast is going to be, you know, what I call a comedy podcast. And it's it's some ideas that I had that made me laugh, um, but they're raunchy. I mean, you know, basically, this is not something that a kid should hear, whatever, if you care about what your kid hears. So uh, right now, just turn this sucker off if that doesn't sound good to you. I think the first thing is going to be about farts, and then the thing after that is going to be something worse than farts. So just turn the sucker off. Or if you love the smell of farts, continue on. Yeah, this thing made me think of this story. Uh, I used to work at a job. Maybe I was about 22. And I worked with a couple of brothers. Like one, one of the brothers was younger than me and the other brother was older than me. And uh, they were just telling me about uh, one time when they were kids. And I guess they were camping. Or, and I don't know what they were doing. But somehow they were sleeping in a sleeping bag, each one of them. And the older b- brother, he played some sort of trick on the, the younger one and... I forget what he said to get the younger one to do it, but, uh, you know, maybe, hey, just try this. Anyways, he got the younger brother to go in head first into the sleeping bag. And who knows if this story is even true or just, you know, he really had a, the older brother really had a good clue on how his body worked or whatever, but he, uh, whatever, he basically tricked his younger brother into going head first into the sleeping bag, and then he farted into the sleeping bag, and then he just clamped the you know, he clamped the opening down with his hands and did not let his younger brother out. And anyways, the younger brother, he puked. He was inside a sleeping bag, puking on himself. And uh, I don't remember exactly. I don't remember if all three of us were laughing at that story or if it was just two of us. Might have just been two of us. I was thinking about how we talk about sex between men and women. I guess, you know, maybe I'm a misogynist or whatever, but, like, I don't know, if you asked me to describe what happened in a porno, be like, okay, some guy was the pizza delivery person, and then he went to the door, and then the lady answered the door, and then they went inside, and they got on the bed, and then I would say, he effed her. But, I mean, like, is that misogynist? You know, why is he doing the effing, and she is getting effed? And I don't know, like, you know, if it was like reverse cowboy or whatever it is, and he laid there motionless and she did all the work, did she F him? Like, is it it totally determined by the hot dog and the donut? Or is it like who's, you know, moving around more? I guess I'm going to say I'm a little bit of a male feminist, so I think it just, I think a girl can F a man and vice versa, so it's probably just whoever moves around more. Anyways, it makes me think of a quote that I think I heard, but I can't find it. And, uh, like, someone asked a movie star from way back in the day, maybe, like, Clark Gable or something, they're like, you know, what what do you like from a woman during sex? And he's like, what are you talking about? She just has to lay there. But I can't figure out what actor did said that, so maybe I just made that up. Maybe that came from a dream of mine. I just looked up reverse cowboy to make sure I'm talking about what I'm talking about. Uh, and I ain't. It's reverse cowgirl. So I think whatever. Uh, if you knew what I was talking about, the image in your head should have been some sort of gay thing. But I meant reverse cowgirl. 
And speaking of reverse cow boy, um, gets a little more complicated, right? There ain't no donut. Or well, it ain't a normal donut. You got two hot dogs and two donuts sometimes. And then it's like, I guess, you know, he effed the F out of him. And then I guess with, you know, girls, right? It's just, it's nothing but donuts. It's nothing but uh, tongues. I don't know what you, I don't know what you, you know, what's a, what's a tongue? A tongue is not a hot dog. What food product do you call a tongue? Doesn't sound right to call it a cow tongue. You know, it's the only tongue you can normally buy at a store. If you ever had that, it makes sandwiches. It's terrible. I guess I'm going to call the tongue a uh, giant candy corn. So with lesbians, all you got is giant candy corn and uh, donuts. And now, who's effing who? You just lay there still with your giant candy corn sticking out and then the donut moves around. I don't know. It's pretty complicated. Now, so that covers straight and gay of my stupid little thoughts here. I was trying to figure out, you know, like, would transgender add in another food product? But I can't really think of anything. Like, if you got a six-inch clit, I think that's still a hot dog. Maybe not. I think we'll call that a turkey dog. So maybe you thought you were getting a donut, but all of a sudden you're getting a hot dog. Or maybe you're getting something else. Call that a Subway sandwich. Whatever. Making this podcast is making me hungry. So there's this little moth. It's been sitting on my window in my bedroom for a few days. And uh, I realized it was dead. And I was trying to shoot it away from the window. And it kind of... My fingers kind of smeared the moth. And I, I gave a laugh that I don't think was a... You know, the... The laugh of a sane human being. Or maybe it was, but it was like, I kind of laughed that it was dead. And then it got smeared. And so it got me thinking about killing bugs. And I said to myself, you know, I don't believe in killing bugs. Like, I don't believe in killing anything that you don't have to kill. And I don't believe in killing bugs. And then I thought, I actually enjoy killing mosquitoes, like... I mean, obviously, if a mosquito is sucking your blood, you kill it. I don't think anyone's going to disagree with that, morally. But, you know, if, they, if I had some sort of magic power where I could kill mosquitoes 100 feet away from me, I'd probably kill them too. You know, ones that would never, ever come and bother me or my friends and family or my dog. I'd still kill those suckers. So, I don't believe in killing, but then I enjoy killing like if I saw a kid, you know, like say a nephew or something, uh, take a magnifying glass out and go burn a bunch of ants, like, I wouldn't think that was right. I'm not sure I would tell them to stop. But uh, whatever, I don't think that's a good thing to do. Not that I haven't killed lots of ants, but I usually wait. You know, if they're crawling on me, boom, you're done, ant. Anyways, to get to a larger animal that... I guess I've killed and seen killed and had different feelings. Uh, there's something called a crawdad. It's kind of like a, it looks like a very, very small lobster, and it lives in fresh water, like in rivers and creeks. And when I was a kid, I used to 
catch those crawdads and cook them and eat them. I mean, they're barely worth eating. They taste good, but they're so small, it's not worth your time. But, uh, you know, I caught them. I killed them. I don't feel bad about that. And then I don't have kids, but sometimes I'll go to the river with friends who have kids. And so something fun that you can do, you know, so you can interact with the kids and everyone has a good time is uh, you can go catch some crawdads, you know. Basically, crawdads are usually in water about four to six feet deep, so kids can't do it very good. But an adult can go catch them, you know, if you're brave and you grab them from the back and you don't get pinched with their little lobster claws. But so that you can have a good little bonding moment with uh, your friend's kids, you uh, you grab the crawdad off the bottom of the river or creek, and then you create you take some rocks and you create like a little pool on the edge of the creek, and then you put the crawdad in that little pool, and so you know it has water, it has the water flowing through it, but also it can't get away, and then the kids can look at it, and you know like especially like little girl kids will be, you can be like hey why don't you pick it up and they'll be like no no and something anyways it's fun it's fun for the kids they get scared because it's got the little lobster claws but they also can't keep their eyes off the thing anyways this one time i don't think i was involved with the catching the crawdads and putting them in the little rock whatever swimming pool cages that you put them in but i, I think i came over after all that had happened and someone else had been uh, catching them and helping the kids do that. And so what the kids did is they, uh, I don't know, they put them like in a little bucket or something. And they brought them to the house, you know, far away from the river. And crawdads need aerated water. Like, you can't just put them in a bucket unless you have something that's like, you know, it's like a fish tank that has those little bubble-making devices. That's an aerator. So if the water is not aerated, they will suffocate and die even though they live underwater. So I thought, pretty poorly of my little nephews, I mean, I don't know, they were probably, they weren't that young, 10, 12. And I thought poorly of the adults that uh, let those little nephews take the crawdads out of the creek and put them in a bucket and take them to a place where, you know, they would ultimately suffocate and die. I mean, I don't know, I'm probably not a superior, more moral person, or at least not that much of, but I really don't like hurting animals or even bugs except for mosquitoes in which case die you little so where i live there's me there's another person and there's a dog and the dog joined the family recently it's been less than a year rescue dog adult dog and it makes me want to say that there's three people in the household now but obviously that ain't right because a dog is not a person but if I had like a pet snake or a pet gerbil, I don't think I would be saying, oh, there's, I don't think I'd be wanting to say that there's three people in the household. I was thinking, you know, I could say, oh, there's three mammals in the household, but that doesn't really quite convey what I want to convey my feelings and how I think about it. So this ain't exactly right, but uh, maybe there's three legal entities in this household. Like if a stranger came onto my property and killed me or killed the other person, well, obviously that would be an illegal act. That would be murder. But where I live, I mean, there's there's mice, there's squirrels, there's raccoons. I think if a stranger came on my property and, like, killed a mouse, um, 
Obviously, it wouldn't be murder, but I don't even know what the charge for that would be. I think if I called the cops and say, hey, a stranger came on my property and killed a mouse, they'd be like, well, you know, are you, are you saying that someone trespassed? And they probably would ignore the mouse part. But I think if a stranger came on my property and killed my dog, um, you know, straight away, I would call the cops. I'd say, this evil stranger came and killed my dog. And I think the cops would be like, I don't know what they'd say, but they'd be like, that is against the law. They'd be like, that's against law number 812.3. And uh, so that's why I kind of think there's, uh, there's three legal entities on my property, in my household.